welcome everybody to the 37th meeting. This is another emergency meeting. We've been called to address all sorts of issues from the last one. The main problem this week is the imbalance in star signs. So we had to get somebody else in. And I'll be honest, I was against this. Um, we had to summon a man of many names. And we could only summon him here because Barney found his true name in some eldritch tome. So uh, I'd like to introduce, well, actually, a creature from the abyss. I'd like to uh, state your name and uh, previous position in the Black Sheep Committee. Hello! Um, <laughs> Mr. Bobby, so you were yeah. looking. You were, you were looking for someone rational here. Someone that I've been. I've been. I've been incarnated from some kind of eldritch tomb, apparently. But it was a very nice introduction. So um, I used to be a member of the Black Sheep Committee before I was stuffed unceremoniously into that eldritch tomb to be revived. For by by, by whom? By whom? Who? who did um, Tom Mason. It's all Tom Mason. <gasps> it's, it's always his fault. I've um I've had played my parts, I've had my machinations, but um I can't take all the credit. It was it was actually Barney who dug you up, found your your name in that tome. Uh, can you just say which which I, library, which shop? Where did you find it, Barney? It, it just blows my mind that he managed to get out. Uh, mm. I thought I was done with this, and it's a it's a surprise you guys brought him on here. Uh, Wait, hang on, Barney. Barney, did you the... mean to actually seal him in? Is that what is that what happened? Oh, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> again, we. Yeah. So uh, some yeah. people don't get out of the Black Sheep Committee. Some people, fears they get sealed away for eternity. Um, that was part of, you know, just our protocol, just getting rid of ex-members. Mm -hmm. But you've been hanging around a bit. You've been lurking around, Chris. Mm -hmm. And uh, before we continue, can you just quickly swear you still have no remaining fealty to the original Black Sheep? No, one day, one day they, they, they promised me some garlic bread in a room and then they locked me in the room without garlic bread. And ever since then, that's it. That's, that's, uh, that, that, that's it for me and Black Sheep. They've Do you believe the me. first piece of garlic bread that they give you is free? Exactly. Yeah. That, 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 that's exactly it. They, they brought me into somewhere called like the Red Lion, gave me some garlic bread and I thought that was it. I thought I found buddies for life and it's just mm -hmm. what happens. Suddenly they take away that garlic bread. It's just a metaphor for life, I mean, really. Yeah. They get you in the garlic bread, you buy kit and then you never hear from them again. Yeah. yeah. yeah I'd absolutely. say it's, a, it's even deeper than that. You know, it's uh, they pretend to be your friends, yeah, go out for meals. It's all, it's all sun and games until... They ask you to sign a blood pact. Go, um, going out for meals is the jurisdiction of uh, social sex. So. It, it's all fun and games until you decide that you don't want to go to a harvester anymore. Sure. Well, well you say it's um, it's a social sex responsibility. Now, are you, are you saying there's any form of blame or guilt we should feel here, Joe? Um, I'm just saying we should own up to what we've done in the past in order to move forward. Like, otherwise... Um, What's the point? Well, I believe Barney and I have our own coping mechanisms. Um, well, denial is the worst way of moving past a traumatic event. I'm just saying. Well, here at the Black Sheep Shadow Committee, we've got two things we don't do. We don't kink shame and we don't shame in how we deal with our previous transgressions. So, Well, it's not shaming. Like, you know, you're embracing it. 
it's a safe space to discuss uh, what's happened in the past. Yeah. And then you just embrace what you've done in the past and then acknowledge that it was not the best thing you've done and then move on. Welcome um, to yeah. the flagship committee of, uh, <laughs> of <laughs> armchair psychoanalysis. I mean, I mean, John, it's very interesting you mentioned denial. Should we like go through the five stages tonight? Like, Wait, are we crying? The five stages of denial Anger. from what you've done in Black Sheep. Um, <laughs> stage one, yeah. it seems that perhaps I have a form of denial. Um, Perhaps what's stage two? Anger. Um, I don't anger. know. Bargaining. Which one's the bargaining bit? Hang on. Five steps of. Uh, is it grief or anger or what? Hang on. Are we talking about uh, grief or anger? Barney, or how are you are coping talking about with, your, um, with your with your with your terrible deeds you've done, Barney? How are you coping? Um, I manage to cope by never sleeping. If I never nice. sleep, I can never have the nightmares. So constantly. that's a good one. Yeah, I've I've definitely seen it take its toll on you but it's it's a good way you know good way of escaping the nightmares yeah. uh, also drops, find that uh good. hair loss um hair loss the less hair i have too. on my head the less weight i feel so it makes me get through the day uh, is it is it hair loss like self-imposed hair loss by pulling it out or is it like natural i think it's natural? like uh, a natural defense mechanism where my body is shedding hair just to yeah, uh, survive well, like i might a, have actually just been through the latent radiation of the club uh, I've experienced hair loss and fingernail loss. It just could be high doses of rads we've received. Must be that that low level radiation, like real low. I actually low down because it's only ever toenails. That are, my fingernails have always been fine. Interesting. Now, Chris. Um, yes. Would you like to tell us a little bit about what you've you've done for that club? I know you've um, social sex, perhaps. A little bit more interesting. We, you know, get events going and arrange orgies and whatnot. But um, what was your role again? Um, I was I was general secretary. General secretary, you've had to deal with some of the the hardest stuff, disposing of bodies. Yeah. Um, He's going to be that's... the closest to Ant. Basically, he has all the dirt. It, it surprises most people that a frisbee team has a military element to it, but actually, always felt that we needed. Uh, and the man we have with us today was that connection with the military element. You were the, yeah, the general with the right hand of the sheep with the right hoof. Would I mean, you like it's to... really, it's really funny that you mentioned the dead bodies because I mean, those were those are really hard to work into agenda items. That that's mm. very true. I've I've heard that before. It's uh, I thought that's a code word for those when you have an agenda. It, it What's was the code hidden. word again? Like, uh, I can't remember, Bleedy. What, what's what's the code word for uh, a body? I can't remember. Uh, look at me. I don't know. Okay. I can't remember most, now. Most people thought on our um, meetings that AOB standed for any other business, but it's actually any, any other, other bodies. bodies. Oh, that's true. <laughs> true. Oh, yes. Sorry. Yeah. I, 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 I was trying. No, no. I laughed there to actually, you know, cover the, cover the explanation of that code word because it's very I mean, secret, you see. You laugh. I'm crying. It's, again, a coping mechanism. Yeah, yeah, you, you 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 cry and don't sleep. That's that's basically it. If you place yeah. your you place your slumber with tears. Mm -hmm. Um, when I was there, it was in fact it was that they didn't make the team. That was basically we wrote their name on a slip of paper, and posted it to the general sec, and they didn't make the team. They didn't make anything because they were eradicated, like uh, vermin. 
That was wait. Hell who was eradicated? Sorry, what? Uh, I think stating their names on a podcast might get us in some legal trouble. trouble. No, 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 no. I'm asking, what do you mean by eradicated? Well, I mean that was. Well, this is Chris's job. Why? Why? Why do? Why? Why do you think we stopped going to Wittenshaw Park? Uh, COVID. I mean, when the rain comes, you know, those bodies would just come right back out of the mud. You know, you couldn't even play. Yeah. So that's why it's so waterlogged. Yeah, they, they retain a little moisture. But um, in about four years from now, uh, best fertilizer you can get. I, thought, I genuinely thought you were going to say we, we're going to start having a human trees growing out. That would be uh, very conspicuous. Chris, you've had uh, many, many names. And obviously we can't reveal your true one. But would you like to... Um, Tell us a little bit about some of them and how you got them. Um, well, I mean, there was the time that, I mean, my name tonight, Bleeds, refers to not some momentary nosebleeds uh, dysfunction, but actually um, what happens to um, those people that get eradicated. I mean, they, they, it's not my nosebleed, it's theirs. And then and 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 then they uh, they they mysteriously go away. So a bit um, like is that basically a bit like Stranger Things when like you know Demogorgon or like the thing that you used to kill the people starts appearing and you have a nosebleed? Is that how it works? Yes. Uh, I like to just say that's not even how it works in Stranger Things, Joan. It, I don't know. <laughs> it. Um, I think I've seen the first one. I don't remember. Oh no, she I, used I the powers. Power. Sorry, yeah, like, you know, you use, you use the powers. I don't know. I, I mean, as as someone who has never seen Stranger Things, that was my only reply, Joan. Yes, obviously. Well, we have. That was a, that was a bait. That was a incredibly bait. uncultured individuals here. Um, oh fuck you two! I have heard uh, another rumor. And that Ant did give you the title Bleedy because he'd never seen a human bleed blood before. He'd never seen a human bleed blood before. I mean, that that could that that could be true. I mean, ultimately, ultimately, it was I, I bled in a religious place. That is actually mm. in a that's actually a true story. That is some form of ritual, I believe. Actually, it was in a ritual as well that I did bleed. So that's with uh, with a famous person as well, right? Bleedy. Yes, with a famous person. Yeah. Yeah. Bleedy start Good. as your actual title in another club slash society, uh, which then became Sla- slash asylum. You know, one, yeah. one, one or the other. It's it's a very old name, Barney. It's a, it's one of those ancient names that you yeah. you know whisper and things will happen. Yeah, bad dark deeds would happen if you utter yeah. like, like reason... tonight. Well, no, because we like we the only reason why we're so cavalier in saying the name is because we I guess have some control over Bleedy because of all the things that he's done in Black Sheep we've, uh, we've set some ground rules we've made sure that we can't be harmed he doesn't know our location and um, if you're listening to this at home uh, don't say his name three times into a mirror <laughs> I'm sorry about that Chris I just had to warn them so you've had other names other than Bleedy is that right? Um, I, I believe I believe there was a spilly at some point, although although I did try to eradicate everyone that did utter that name. Before you um, bring up shameful nicknames, I understand there's another member here who's had some of the worst uh, nicknames I've ever heard personally. Um, this Joan, I didn't know you had any. <laughs> <laughs> Joan's Great are over incredibly. 
serious sexual nature that I can't repeat on this podcast. But <laughs> one of them, one of your ones, Barney, I believe it came from wearing a certain hoodie at a certain park in London and not being able to catch a disc. Possibly. Uh, it's uh, something from my past that I hope everyone had forgotten about. Well, oh, no, we're here in a safe space, Barney, to talk about our past without any <laughs> feelings of regret. Fear or recriminations, Barney. You have to face the music, Barney. I think someone's been digging up some dirt. <laughs> I'm very sorry. I attempted to find more about and, and I just fell into a rabbit hole. And dug too deep. I dug too deep. <laughs> So what's the name, Barney? So what's the name? I'm never going to write it. <laughs> let's, let's see if you actually know it. So um, around this time, Barney used to wear, um, well, it wasn't, I don't believe you were called Barney, but used to wear a big purple hoodie. Yeah. And through that, Barney came about, and through not being able to catch and be <laughs> called Barney the Dinosaur, your nickname became Dropasaurus Rex. <laughs> Oh, I did not know that. That's hilarious. It's a, it's a name I've not heard in many, many, many years. Uh, we all have a few names of power attached to us. Um, yeah. Fortunately, that's not the worst of his names, but uh, that was um, that was an interesting one. So, Chris, Bleedy, Spilly, not too bad. How did you get Spilly? Um, well, uh, Spilly may have occurred because occasionally a black sheep that we do have fun and we all went to Spain and I may have spilled some things and it's not, a shame not, for can I just jump in it's not just in Spain though <laughs> what <laughs> Christmas do's routinely no Who's spilling blood yeah uh, yeah red sp spilling red uh -huh. for sure wine is it possible to keep track of how many countries you've spilled things in <laughs> Um, no, 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 you can't. You can't measure it. You can't measure it, Barney. He's universal. Spilly is a universal term. So what were these situations in which you doused yourself in wine? They were, they were very urgent matters. I was, I, I, was, I was looking for a shot, I think. That was Wait, it. Wait, a, a shot of wine. alcohol or a, a clean shot to kill someone? It was... <laughs> <laughs> The latter, Joan. The latter. Okay. I mean, I feel that is very important to clarify. That's all. Well, I mean, I, I feel that you're a very good clarifier. Like, you know, when you were talking about Stranger Things earlier on, all I had to do was just say yes. And here, you, yeah, the latter. Definitely the latter. Right. I rest my case. Um, just to bring about other issues, uh, we've had a, a lot of feedback about a lack of diversity uh, in this committee meeting. So um, I just like to say that Chris, you're from north, from somewhere north of uh, England. Unfortunately, the name escapes me. Um, I've, Aberdeen, Aberdeen, Mason. Aberdeen. Okay. And um, is this Scotland we're talking about? There, there was a moment of hesitation there, but yes, from Scotland. Can, can I just jump in? There is an Aberdeen in Hong Kong as well. Just there? Oh, there's yes, an Aberdeen there in the state. There's an Aberdeen in the states as well. Yeah. I think. I think. Is yeah. it like in Wyoming? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Somewhere. So it, it's in Washington. It's in Washington. I've learned something today. There we go. 
Next, all, the all you listeners, the the Aberdeen we seem to be talking about is in Scotland, and okay. Barney and I, being British, we have a long-running animosity with the Scots, people who always claim to be free and uh, skirt-wearing You you, You're just jealous, because they have a very, very good reason to wear a skirt, and they get to eat haggis. And I, have good whiskey. I don't so much have a thing with, with Scots. That, that's not true at all. My, my issue tends to be with Mel Gibson. Um, I hold him. <laughs> Australian. <laughs> was the leader of your people at one point. That's what my history tells me. And yeah, Mel Gibson, hairy man. I also have. Blue uh, face. Blue face, yeah. So, Agus. That's um, a lot. Well, you know, I, I tried to get that in into the committee and, you know, and proliferate um, haggis and, and kilt-wearing practices, but this was one of the things that the committee just wouldn't let me do, and I think that was one of the, one of the final straws in my involvement with, with Black Sheep. Oh, yeah, it wasn't any of the hits. It was bringing in oats in a sheep's stomach. They are, they are good. I mean, they are good stuff. Like, you know, don't don't bash haggis. What's that? What's in a haggis, Jim? What's in a haggis? Like uh, internal organs of a sheep. It sounds like you've just taken all the internal organs of a sheep and put it into one organ. Then. Yeah, I mean, like, but then the, it's so flavorful. Which part is this? <laughs> well, there's I heart and eat. liver. I mean, there, there's heart and liver, and um, I can't. I think those are the two main ingredients, really. But then, what, I'm, what I'm trying to say is, Scottish cuisine is actually very good because one of my favorite dessert is Cranachan, which is basically the best things like raspberries and whiskey and rolled oats with whipped cream. How can you know? Chris, it sounds like Joan is a better spokesperson for the land of the Scots than uh, you've been here. Oh, I mean, this, I mean, this, I also this... play the bagpipes. I mean, <laughs> and that's not even a joke. <laughs> I used to, don't you? I to, today, I lo- I'm learning so many things tonight. Well, sure, you know this, that, right? That you play the bagpipes? No. Yeah. What? No. no never mind. <laughs> uh, in which function do you play the bagpipes? What do you mean? Uh, what do you mean? Which function? What, what, is this like a funeral dirge? Is this what? what, what... Uh, it was at school graduation. I mean, it has been like 15 years since the last time I played a backpipe. Do you think you could play one now? Possibly, you can find me one. I might, I mean, I'm, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not guaranteeing any safety because I'll probably stop playing and I'll just like jump on a bike and start running away and, you know, leave you to be lynched by people coming out of their houses. On next week's podcast... <laughs> this may have happened um now just to give you a better idea of what goes on here uh, chris last week we taught joan a little bit about the rules of ultimate and um okay what, what should happen in like a classic game okay. of ultimate um joan do you remember of anything that we taught you last week any of the tests you okay. took did you black out again yep that's too bad. Well, I remember, like, was it that thing that, you know, jumping over, like, piggyback? Is it piggyback? I, I don't know. Maybe it was bank oh, oh, body blocking. Uh, che- what was it? Oh, I can't remember. A body checking. Body checking. Backpacking. 
Backpacking, yes, that's it. Not pick. Well, why is it called backpacking? I think like piggyback is much better way of a much nicer sounding name. Can we call it a piggyback instead? I think that's why. Piggyback involves consent. No, it doesn't. (laughs) It doesn't have to. We've we've heard it here. (laughs) I I will admit, at a fair few trainings, I have been piggybacked without uh, any sort of prior conversation. uh, there we go. This became a game to see if I could topple like a, a Jenga tower. I thought that was when we just tickled you, Barney. That will make me fall over like a tower of <laughs> things that fall. Jenga well, blocks. <laughs> I didn't want to say Jenga a second time. It's like, my one okay. go-to falling thing. It, it's okay, Barney. I'm I'm here for you. You, I, 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 I just I just recycled the jokes so that you don't have to. Glad that didn't get awkward. Uh, um, what an imaginative bunch we are. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, since last week, you were meant to get closer to the core committee club and uh, learn more information from Ant. Kind of get in with the club, get him to trust you so you could feed us more delicate information. Um, have, you, have you managed anything? Have you gone through many orgies or anything? Nope. I mean, we're still in lockdown, therefore we are, I'm, I can't do anything, really. I you believe they use masks. To, uh, sorry? They use masks. As a scientist, I'm just saying, public service announcement, using masks during the orgy will not protect you from COVID-19. Wait, what? You heard it here first. Yep. Sorry to say that, Barney. You should have listened to me. Well, uh, listeners, don't say you never did anything for you. But that's too bad. It's been a week. So there should have been at least three gatherings of this. There's been no other options to... um, find your way deeper into the heart of the committee, Joe? I mean, I'm already social sec. What else do you want me to do? Social sec is like an orbiting body. Chris can attest that general secretary is, that's right at the core of the ongoing. Uh, well, let me just say this. Um, Ant wanted me to be general secretary this year, but I declined. Or rather, <laughs> actually, no, let me rephrase that. He wanted me to run for it because there's no guarantee that I'll be voted in. Could have but been um, that could have been like our it. golden ticket, our our source straight from the. Yeah, but then like, I wouldn't be invited into like the, the 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 shadow committee in the first place because this is supposedly for social sec. We it established is. that, right? So that is true. You know. Yeah, we would have just um, had to send another committee member in to uh, get information out of you. Out of me. As if you were the general of... secretary. Yeah. Oh right. Okay. I mean, if Wait, they actually, um, attempted to get it from Ant, then they probably wouldn't come back. Well, I feel like um, if I feel like someone needs to go to the gym where Ant works and pose as a gym goer, because I think I, he will least suspect that. I mean, I you have I your beard now, Tom. You could you you could pose as that gym goer. He'd never suspect a thing. That's very true. That's correct. Um, however, I do feel that after a certain incident on the field. I was ordered to look at him, and he looked directly into my soul. And ever since then, I, I've never You've been, been able branded. to elude his gaze. I feel like he's looking at me now sometimes, like the Eye of Sauron. So for that reason, I don't think I can go. But the rest of you... So does that mean you've been compromised, Tom? No, I mean, this is why I'm in London. Um, unless if Ant takes a visit down here, then I'm in trouble. But uh, I'm here for the safety and the solidarity of the club. The shadow club, I mean, that it is. You could just wear aviators. 
I could. Um, would that stop me from him gazing into my soul? No, but I would look pretty cool. But Chris, Barney, Joan, yeah. one of you could definitely go to that gym in disguise. I, uh, I worry that I would not fit in as a gym goer. I think I would stand out a mile. Um, what makes you uh, think that? Uh, just the uh, way I use machines. Uh, I've been told before that I, I there's some videos on YouTube uh, on Lad Bible that have been circulating. Uh, I think I have okay. a bit of a reputation. I might have seen them indeed. Yes. You've got your Hewlett shakes as well. Do you bring those? What's that? Not gym worthy. They are. Uh, they're not anything worthy. Um, <laughs> We've lost our. We've uh, just lost our sponsor. So currently being used for whenever we spill petrol or oil. Uh, it's pretty good for soaking it up. Uh, Stops being, it being flammable, yeah. Exactly, yeah. That's what I've been using my Huel for. Mainly. Do, you, do you find a difference between the hot and spicy Huel versus the normal Huel? Uh, just remember, we're not in sponsorship, so you can speak honestly now. Right. Speaking honestly, yes. The hot and spicy is nowhere near as absorbent for soaking up oil and petrols uh, as compared nice. to the usual Huel. Uh, so I would recommend just straight normal Huel uh, if you have it to soak up. Uh, but just be aware, it's still flammable when it soaked it up. It's just an easier mess to clean up. So, mm. so that, that means that we can basically use it as, like, I don't know, to make petrol bombs easier, right? Yeah, so when you're making petrol bombs, you always want a sticky substance. So this is something I learned in the, in the committee as well, that when you're throwing petrol bombs, you want something to stick to people. Otherwise, the flames will be too quick. So Huel, with a bit of petrol... Maybe a bit of sand I, in there as well. I, uh, from experience, I would say that you wouldn't even need the petrol. Uh, mm. Just a straight bottle of fuel, throwing it on a person will do the damage that you... Will make them ignite into flames. Pretty much. Okay. And, feel um, that alternatively, if you put a bit of malt vinegar in there, it, it becomes an incredibly corrosive acid. So there's always that. Take, uh, take notes. Jen stated in previous uh -oh. episodes that if, while investigating the Bailey household, she mysteriously disappears... She'd leave us clues, but we gave no guarantee we could follow up on them. But would you be able to replace her if uh, that happens? Uh, did we replace Jonah's social secretary? No, in the in the shadow committee is our source of news. As 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 as, as oh wow! I mean that that that's a big responsibility. I mean I don't know whether I. I mean, I mean it's it's an internship, not not a full member. <laughs> I yeah, don't we, even we, get paid. Uh, <laughs> do I get some hot? Do I get some hot and spicy fuel? Oh, you don't want that. Trust me. Honey, oh. Have you got any spare? Oh, 100%. It's already on its way to the I could unload it. Sold. Sold. I'm in. Oh, there we go. Oh, God. Yeah, we have no idea what we got ourselves into. Brilliant. We've got a backup. That's, uh, that's good to know. Fantastic. Before we go on to questions, are there any conspiracies anybody wants to talk about? Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up, Tom. Uh, I've been thinking a lot this week. Uh, about what's gone on previously at trainings uh, and just after attending a few tours a few tournaments I've just had sudden urges to, to just buy certain products and things and mm. it made me think uh, I remember one particular tour in Manchester where he's doing the warm-up that we we had the Lion King soundtrack playing mm. uh, and it just oh, happens yes. to be around the time of the new Lion King movie being released other That's occurrences are when uh, I've gone to get haircuts uh, at the same time as Anthony Bailey, uh, that no matter why I saw the, the barber gave me an ant. I came away with a, a completely square haircut flying against my head, despite asking for my curtains just to be slightly trimmed. I remember you were almost 
indiscernible from him. That was um, a few people turned up and it was remarkable how similar they all looked. It's a very good point. I, I do think everyone leaving that barbers that day had the ant haircut. Um, I believe there was some sort of deal going on uh, between themselves. Possibly uh, tipped off. Exactly. Uh, even more recently, uh, I believe the new motto for Black Sheep coming out for next season of uh, strike first, throw hard, no mercy, uh, is very similar to a, a that sounds, popular hmm. show. That reminds me, yeah, something on Making the Rounds about martial arts yeah. on Netflix. Yeah, I just have a sudden urge to go watch that show. Is this Cobra Kai? Cobra Kai, what's hmm. I don't Possibly. know. I mean, I, as established before, I am not well versed in Netflix series, but uh, sounds like well, it. Neither of us being in um, the club currently, except Future. Okay. How did this strike first, throw hard, and how did this motto come about? Uh, I believe, and that's why I was postulating that came from Cobra Kai, um, that came about earlier this year, since lockdown. And I guess because... Ant had a lot of spare time on his hands. Uh, he decided to make a new model. It's a very innocent explanation. So you don't think the secret dealings with organisations, secret sponsorships? Netflix. With Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> um, or... I mean, what? So you think that there's going to be a new reality TV show coming out of, uh, you know, daily lives in the, I don't know, uh, what what are those guinea pig household or something? I, I I mean I mean John, just think of just think of the business progressions in terms of black sheep sponsorship. I mean we started with Soreen, we went to Harvester, Netflix is the next logical progression from that. I was thinking it could have been something just slightly more subtle and more insidious that um and is simply progressing, you know, just this osmosis of selling perhaps just a standard payoff and he works like a, a YouTube advert, simply just giving us taglines to live by. We just filter in through our subconscious and we find ourselves watching 25 seasons of Cobra Kai without leaving the room. Are you, are you basically saying that he's creating his personal like brand and subconsciously making people think? So he's yeah. basically Ellen DeGeneres is what you're saying. I, I think he wants to be in a, the next YouTuber. He's seen he's seen the Shadow Committee and what the next to, Logan you know, Paul. Yes, that'll be quite funny. It's an interesting reference there, Jen. Have you been watching Logan Paul? Uh, no, actually, that's the only YouTuber that came to mind. Hmm. Quite I sad. That after attending any recent Black Sheep meetings, you felt a sudden urge. Could be actually. I might, I might need to go back and double check the uh, Slack channel and see uh, where where there's coded messages. Like, you know, the kind that it's like first word of every line sentence goes, go watch Logan Paul. Logan Paul. I'm sure I do remember back when Logan Paul fought KSI that Ant was actually one of his cornermen. Yeah. I didn't believe it at the time. Now that we've brought this up, I do remember watching him spray water into Logan's mouth. Was that water? Possibly. Or was that tap water? Oh. <laughs> I recall very well that uh, Salford tournament where we had three teams of black sheep were either of you chris or joan there for that one nope uh yeah yeah i think we were on the same team that day tom 
Oh dear. We, hmm. I was about to say I was on the third team, <laughs> which <laughs> nobody cared. And I had been given free range to throw any disc as far as I wanted at any point. And there is a disc that resides in my chest of drawers, just a few meters away. And it's been shattered because I was hand blocked, but I subsequently broke the disc and the defender's hand. And that was one of my greatest triumphs. By pure and, rage? Um, oh. It was a bit of both, a bit of frustration, a bit of rage. Um, I think, Chris, you were one of the only other people who could throw and catch. So that's not true because I seem to recall that I think um, the time before I specifically failed to catch and throw. Um, oh, is that why you were angry? I think like, I feel like maybe that's what triggered Mason I think so. to go Hulk uh, and go, fuck you, Chris, you're the only reliable person. Why have you failed me? No, I think I think that Tom found that I was the thought I was the only reliable person. He thought that was wrong. Everyone else was more reliable, and that was what threw him into a rage. So, um, Chris, were were you concerned, Chris, at any point that if you was found to consistently be dropping the disc, you would eventually pick up the nickname of Droppy? I mean, I think that Droppy is less of a distinctive name than Droposaurus Rex, so I think there was no fear of that. Oh, that cuts I, deep, Chris. You've reminded me. I did. Actually, I had created a name for you, but I think I was in such a fury. Now, I'd just like to say I wasn't outwardly angry. It was more of a sheen of rage just below the surface. I created the name Disappointee um, <laughs> during that tournament, and I'd given up passing. People would run under, might have been free, they might have not, but I just simply pointed the direction the disc was going to go, and I screamed and just expected everybody to run that way as I threw it downfield. It's, it's a well-known tactic, isn't it? Um, it was a tactic I was developed specifically for. I was engineered for this. Black Sheep wasn't a very versatile team always as it is now, and we had some good receivers. And sometimes we could win games using two people. And that was simply throwing it, trying to ignore five players on the pitch, five, play five defenders also, just throwing it between four. I mean, people just did not appreciate your visionary tactics, Tom. Um, I appreciate that. I don't think I knew what I was doing. And I think ISO is <laughs> the only way to play. <laughs> now, Barney, you were at this tournament. Uh, which team did you play for? Uh, I was playing for uh, the best team of the three. Uh, maybe not result-wise, possibly result-wise. Was that Alpha Squad? Pretty much uh, the mm -hmm. Alpha Squad, uh, as I like to call it. Uh, we had a, a great day, I believe. All the team uh, got time on the disc. They saw the disc. They saw me through the disc, more importantly, uh, which I think everyone really enjoyed. It's what the crowd wanted. Any highlights from you? Did you score? Did you... Uh, that was a great highlight. Um, in the morning, I believe the burger bun was out. Uh, they did this great deal going. I'll never forget Fantastic. it. Bacon, sausage, and egg uh, for £3.50. It's an absolute dream when you roll up to a tournament. Uh, come away with memories you're never going to forget. Those burgers were sure great. <laughs> they were Jim, sure cheap. <laughs> were you with the club at that point? Uh, no. Because I think I joined the year after. 
what were you doing before you joined? What was I doing before I joined? Mm. Um, moving to a new country and figuring out life. You know, uh, trivial hardly, things. Hardly an excuse. You should have been there. Oh, and also, oh, <laughs> this is where I dropped that my mum had a cancer surgery, and this is actually true. Joan, <laughs> I don't want to hear it. <laughs> oh so we'll um, <sighs> we'll finish up with just uh, user questions here, and um, I'll see if uh, Chris, you're welcome to answer them, just to give us a new angle on things. Okay, uh, let's see what, what we've got. Okay, we've got another repeat. Uh, why Aunt Betty's shorts are so high. Um, we've had that last week. But Chris, do you want to take a crack at answering that? Why are whose shorts so high? Aunt Bailey's. He seems to wear them above his belly button. I cannot answer that question because my eyes have been, been seared by that image before I had the chance to consider the answer to that. I think um, this person asking the questions is... Is messing with us as they why, know every why, time why they, they ask so it. Why are they focused on the uh, on Ant short? Like, so, I mean, I question me, their... Joan. When I ask you this question, does your mind not create an image? Uh, no, because I think my mind deliberately blocks out anything that creates a disturbing imagery in my head. Uh, well, not all of us. And also, are to so be honest, fortunate. the image in my head actually is Simon, Simon Cowell in a uh, in the frisbee shorts. So. I can see that now. Okay, does, well, Simon Cowell does actually have an ant haircut. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so for that user, please stop asking that question. Um, <laughs> next question. Why did I have to speak a Latin oath when I joined Sheep? Anybody like to take a crack at that? Well, it depends on which Latin oath, right? Because um, I believe there are two versions of it. Did you take a different oath to me? Possibly. I mean... I don't know. I, I thought there's two, and then it depends on which one you take. Either you get protection from things, or you, you know, get the raw end of the deal, I guess. And I think, I suppose, the last Latin oath you took sealed them away to um, a tome never to be found. And I suppose if you take the other oath, it's almost as if inviting and into your home. You'll, uh, you can expect visits. Late at night in your window. Uh, unless you hang a green pepper. A green pepper. Well remembered. Fantastic. Okay, next so, question. Can I um can I kill a man with a disc? If you sharpen the edges, I guess. I um, mean, do you not have the evidence of this in your desk right now? I killed part of a man. I didn't kill all of him. I killed oh. his uh, hand and Spirit. I killed his will to play. Yeah. I mean, sure. like I said, you need to sharpen the edges. Good any tips? Uh nope. Just I don't know. Make it into a shift, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Going back to prison ultimate. <laughs> exactly. This has gone dark. This uh, is can you confirm this? <laughs> Barney, you're a you you're an expert in prison ultimate. Mm -hmm. Um can can you sharpen a disc? Is that you? You definitely can. You can sharpen. You can even make a shiv. Uh, however, I will say that when I was shivved, uh, it took me three days to notice it was even in me. So <laughs> I don't feel it was worth the effort. <laughs> oh Sorry. god. Okay. Can I kill a man disc? Um, to that user, it's not worth the effort. Mm. Get a knife. Um, <laughs> next question. As uh, as Halloween approaches, 
how can I deal with the rising feeling of dread and terror? And a green pepper. And green pepper. Um, what crime does that? that green pepper commit to be hung? It, um, no, like us in like you know, be like not hanging, hanging, oh, okay. just hang it. So a uh, garlic and steak doesn't work for ants. We know this, but uh, a green bell pepper will do the trick normally. Garlic and steak is what ant used to order at Harvester. It's his starter, if I remember correctly. That's correct. So um, it's an invitation. So if you want to invite ant, you hang up a steak and garlic. <laughs> Well, this um, this proves another point. Have you come up with the Halloween social activities yet, Joan? No. Like I said, as a scientist, COVID is still going on. So stop trying to make me break the rules. So, Joan, you with orgies and masks. Exactly. It doesn't protect you. You neither attended an orgy, um, and you're not doing you're not doing your work for the shadow committee, and you don't seem to be doing your work for the normal committee either. Uh, Chris, do you have any uh, suggestions for a Halloween gathering for Black Sheep? Um, I mean, I hear that there's a very good uh, thing that you can do with hot and spicy huel in bottles. I see. So, firebomb somewhere? Is this what you're saying? I mean, bon- that's where bonfire night comes from, right? Uh, yeah, but that's not quite Halloween, is it? Uh, it's a couple of days after. Same, same. Okay, black sheep listeners, uh, time to stock up on Huel. And we'll try and sort out a, a new sponsorship. And um, the last question I've got in here is that I've just started an EVE Online and I would like to raid with four or so people in a clan. I'm not sure they're sending this to the think, right place. Yeah, I think they sent that to the wrong group. Unless somebody here could possibly be an expert in this. Oh. Oh, maybe they figured out that there's going to be four people here tonight. That's that that that's why they sent in that message for 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 this episode tonight. Could be. Uh, I have no idea what they're talking about. Uh, what's an Eve? <laughs> what's what's an Eve? Well, what's an online? Uh, an online. So to that listener, um, you're sending your questions to the wrong podcast and um, contacting Green personally. Okay. Uh, so I think that about wraps it up here. It's been um, it's been an absolute pleasure, uh, Chris. You've been civil. There's been no bleeding uh, from any of no us. Death. Thank you for that. Uh, um, I mean, Tom, don't don't speak so soon. Well, we'll a hex find only out next works. Week. Like, yeah, exactly. Um, well, I'm afraid, Chris, we're going to have to banish you back to the void. But we'll be sure to bring you out for Halloween and oh, Christmas. Yeah. I mean, I, I appreciate that. The, the, so so you, you're going to have to work out what my warding symbol is going to be for next time. I suppose we will. I didn't realize it was that problem. Already got this, guys. I started the ritual at the beginning of the podcast, and he should be trapped. Uh, thank you for joining us. And thank you, Joan and Barney. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Well, let's hope thank we all survive the next week. Indeed, we'll find out then. Yeah. Farewell. (laughs) Sweet.